What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am so very excited today to kick off episode seven, a very special number. If you know me, you know why of the Her Story series for the Black Expat Podcast, right? It's not very often that you get to interview with someone, you know, famous, well-traveled, amazing, uh, revolutionary, if you will. And I'm very fortunate today to be joined by an amazing guest, Miss Kinsley Ingram of the Expat International Ingrams and more. So once she is ready to join us on the call, we will jump right into her interview, right? And I hope you guys have enjoyed the Her Story series that I have brought to you all. Uh, people from Spain, from Portugal, from Taiwan, from America, from all over the world um, have been joining me on the show and talking about their journeys from a woman's perspective, right? And the things that they've done all around the world. If you haven't already, make sure you check out the episodes on YouTube right now. It is only the audio, but I will also be starting to do video podcasts this summer on YouTube. But before I get into all that, make sure you guys check out the YouTube channel. That is the Black Expat Podcast YouTube channel, where you can find all of my updated videos about some of the travels I did in the past. The first and only 100% Black-owned bar and art gallery, which is in Taichung, Taiwan, where I live now, uh, which is called Arts and Crafts and more, where I put a lot of great content up on YouTube about my podcast, about my journeys and my travels all around the world, and specifically about the time that I spend in I want. So again, warm welcome to everybody here at the Black Expat Podcast, and welcome to the show. I'm excited about the interview that we are going to get into a little bit later today. If you guys checked out my previous podcast, which I hope that you did, you know that I had um, Kingsley Ingram, her mother on, uh, Juanita Ingram, and we had a great conversation about a project that she had finished um, and the many things that she had done, not just, you know, in America, not just in Taiwan, not just in London, but in a lot of different places, right? And I think it's really interesting perspective that we're going to get today. And we have a chance to speak to uh, her daughter and get insight about what it means to be a third culture kid, right? The life as a third culture kid. You know me. When I uh, came to Taiwan, I was fairly young, right? I was in my 20s, you know, 21, 22. But as I talked about in my previous podcast, the very previous Her Story episode with uh, Mathilde, um, her experience, you know, as a student here. And, you know, I was a study abroad student, but it's still different because you are an adult. You know, you're living abroad and I was living abroad in Beijing um, and I was doing different things there, but I was still an adult. I was by myself. I didn't really depend on anyone. But uh, without further ado, I would like to welcome uh, Miss Kingsley Ingram to the show. King Kingsley, are you there? How are you today? Good. What about you? I am doing okay. It is evening time in Taiwan. How how do you usually spend your evenings on Sunday evenings? Like like what are you usually doing? Usually on Sunday evenings, I'm studying or just spending time with my family. Oh, so what's your favorite subject to study? Uh, I really enjoy English because I just find it really entertaining to like. Mm -hmm. Usually, we're reading, and I enjoy reading and like learning more literature. Okay. Well, if you don't mind, Kinsley, I would just like to jump right into the interview. Would you mind introducing us uh, to who you are, a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you ended up being in Taiwan? So I'm Kinsley. I'm 13 years old, and I was born in Indiana, and I grew up in England. After that, I moved back to Indiana and then to Taiwan. 
I, in England, I was in a performing arts school, which allowed me to be introduced to acting and things like that. Okay, so like, what what was it like for you um, living in all the three places that you've lived in? Which one did you find yourself liking the most and why? So I think that I liked England the most, probably, because I just enjoyed the place in general. I would often go to the Eiffel Tower, France, Europe, and like as a whole. But I also enjoyed living in Taiwan because I got to travel around Asia and it was just overall really fun. So I know you, you I know you probably made a lot of friends, you know, during the time you spent in England and also in Taiwan. Um, do, are, are you still in contact with the friends you've made in England? Um, have you made a lot of new friends in Taiwan? So you're kind of you, know, you kind of forgot about your friends in England and America. Like what is that? What has the experience been like for you just making friends? So making friends has been pretty easy for me. And in England, I'm still in contact with a few friends, but not as many because I moved out of there when I was at the age of eight. So I didn't really have social media or anything, but I've become in contact with a few. And India and I'm still in contact with the majority of my friends. Some didn't have social media, but the ones that do are still in contact. And in Taiwan, I've made a good amount of friends. So it's pretty good. Pretty good. So you were born in Indiana, right? Yep. And then you went to England. And now you're, and now you're in Taiwan. Yes. And you have a younger brother. Yeah, he's. I have a younger brother. He's ten years old, and he's obsessed with gaming. <laughs> so what, what what has it been like for you being an older sister in all three of these places? Like, how, how have you looked out for your younger brother? Um, and how and what kind of relationship do you guys have with one another? So when it comes to being an older sister, it's. Pretty fun. I help my brother in things like school and sometimes if he needs to practice in activities like basketball or soccer. And we spend time together and since we always like travel as a family, I spend a lot of quality time with him and sometimes we fight, but usually we're just all good. So but between both of your parents, who are you more who are you more similar to? Are you more similar to your mom or your dad? I think look-wise, I'm more similar similar to my dad, but when Mm -hmm. it comes to personality, I'm probably more similar to my mom. And why do you say that? Because I, like, I think that I'm more interested in the things that she likes to do, for example, acting, pageants, and I want to be a lawyer when I'm older, just like she is. So she's basically my role model. Your mom is an amazing lawyer, (laughs) an amazing person altogether. It's like, what are some things that have been hard for you to adjust to while living in Taiwan, right? Because you started in America and then England. Like, what has been hard for you to adjust to while living here? So there's two major things that I think are hard to adjust to. Probably the weather, because in England and Indiana, the weather is, like, totally different than Taiwan. It's way more humid. And also, like, there's not that much diversity here in Taiwan as there was in Indiana and London. I think the most diversity I found was when I was in London, but London, but... Yeah. And when you say diversity, like, like, what exactly do you mean? Did you have classmates from all over the world in England or were there like, was it more diversity in color or was it like the things that you guys talked about in the food that you ate as well? Yeah. In England, there was more people like from different places. Like I had a friend from Portugal, a friend from Spain. And here there's not that many people from different places compared to England and Indiana. Not too many people from different places, but there was still more than there is like at the school I'm going to. So in America, they speak English. In England, they speak English. And in Taiwan, they speak Chinese and Taiwanese. How was your language skills? Do you speak any Chinese? Has it been hard for you to like communicate um, when you're out and about uh, and, and even at school even? 
So at school, they speak English and we take Chinese class. So I'm in the lowest class because I'm still really bad at it, but I'm learning. <laughs> my, I would say like my brother's learning a lot quicker than me when it comes to learning the language because when we're out in public, like sometimes he's the one that helps the family navigate when I sometimes hope, but like I think he's picking up the language way faster than I am. So, all right, what can you say in Chinese? Let's, let, let's do something. Ni hao. Yeah, ni hao is high. I know that. <laughs> I can say like, um, wo, wait, let me think. Oh, wo shi, wait, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> wo shi san sui. I think that's like I'm 13. I yes, think. it is. And I know, you know like if you want to buy something from a store, you say wo yao zuge, I think. I'm like really bad at tones. I know there's like different tones. It's like that's difficult for me. Yeah, I know when I was learning Chinese, the tones is one of the hardest parts. But you know what? I just actually just stopped worrying about the tones and just started saying <laughs> the words as I read them. Like, you know what? Hopefully you understand me. And if not, uh, it sounds kind of similar, right? And you kind of get used to it. So like, are there any other yeah. languages? Because you, <laughs> you've been exposed to friends from Portugal and all over the world. Are there any other languages that you are interested in learning other than Chinese? So in England and here, I've been learning Spanish along with in Indiana, but not as much. In England, I grew up learning, like, not as much, but I learned Spanish. But then during the gap between uh, England and Taiwan, I didn't learn Spanish as much. So then Taiwan, when we started learning Spanish again, I was a little worse than I was in England, but I'm learning it now. So I'm getting better, uh. but I'm not that good at it either. And I went to Spain and my parents took Spanish class, so they, like, helped us navigate, but I'm still learning. So, yeah. So, como estas? Muy bien, y tú? Oh, yeah, all right, cool. That's, that's about as much as I remember <laughs> from my high school Spanish, too. <laughs> yeah, so your Spanish is still a lot, a lot better than mine. So, to you, what does it mean to be a third culture kid, right? So, I know that's the title of the podcast, but to you, what does it mean yeah. to be that? I think being a third culture kid means being from a bunch of different places around the world. And like, if someone asks you the question, where are you from? You have to think about, do I say here, here, here? Cause that's what happens to me sometimes. So where do you feel like you are from? Like, where is your home? When people ask you, oh, are you excited to go back home? Where is home for you? It's hard to tell sometimes because I'm torn between Indiana and England because even though I was born in Indiana, I was raised in England. So there's still that part of me that feels like I'm like from there. But at the same time, I lived in Indiana for longer if you add up when I was born and plus when I like moved back. But I still can't tell really. Hmm. It's like in which place? So you have Indiana, England, and Taiwan. In which place have you felt the most comfortable, you know, just being yourself, right? Uh, Probably... I'd have to say probably Indiana because I've made some really strong friendships in Indiana. And although I've made really strong friendships in England, we drifted since then because, again, I was a younger age and it was like hard for me to stay in contact with some of them. And I just enjoy living in Indiana and England overall, along with Taiwan. But I just feel more at home when it comes to like in Indiana. So like in, in what ways was your life different uh, living in Indiana versus England versus Taiwan, right? So like outside of the obvious with the food being different and of course the weather, but like in what ways was your daily life just different? Well, in England, I took more acting and dance and stuff along with Indiana because in Indiana, I'd take after a lot of after school things that both the school and other places provided. And in Taiwan, it's like harder to find places like that. But I am doing junior varsity soccer in Taiwan 
at my school. So I have to, I have three days a week, I go to soccer practice. And one day a week, I go to basketball. But those are all provided by my school because it's harder to find places to learn like sports and stuff here compared mm-hmm. to Taiwan. I mean, compared to England and Indiana. All right. So, I, so be honest. How good are you at basketball and soccer? Are you like going into basketball and dominating? Are you going into soccer and scoring four or five goals each time? Like what, how would you rank yourself in competition in school here in Taiwan? So I think I just started doing basketball, but I've been doing soccer since I was six and I continued doing it like in Indiana and Taiwan. And right now I'm on the junior varsity team and me and my friend are the only two like youngest people there so we go mm-hmm. against like high schoolers um uh you, I, i don't know what it's called like age four is what we call it like high schoolers before like the fourth year of high school i guess mm-hmm. so we go against like people like a lot taller and bigger than us so it's like it helps us get better also because my school used to provide soccer but then once that ended we joined junior varsity so we we're like a lot better than our classmates probably there's still some that are pretty good but we just get better because of being in junior varsity and also i started at a young age and this is the question that came in from someone else but like trash talking like when you're on the court you know playing <laughs> soccer and basketball is there a little bit of trash talking that goes on that you like you know going between spanish and chinese and english talking trash <laughs> or is it more like a hey we're just having fun guys good job chayo kind of kind of atmosphere <laughs> Well, when it, like when I'm playing soccer, we all are pretty positive. Um, when I'm playing against people, like I say good job to the other team when they scored because we're all friends and like we congratulate each other for everything we do because we see like each other growing. There's not usually that much trash talking. Sometimes it's like yes, good, like like I win, yay, and stuff like that, but not really anything like that. Okay, so what do you <laughs> do? Sometimes... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes my mom like trash talks on the sideline, but other than that, I don't trash talk. I'm not gonna lie. I, if I if I was at your games, me and your mom were there, we would definitely be trash talking. It might get a little loud because <laughs> I am I am the active person. Like, oh no, that's a foul. Stop. Oh no, my baby. Like me, you know, I'm like if, if I had kids, that's, I'm that's like my, my baby. No. Does. Yep, I can, <laughs> I can see that. And I, so, so like, how is it having your parents like be at your games? Is are, are they your? I'm sure they're your biggest fans, but like, do they ever like embarrass you in any way when you're out there playing? Like, hey. Mom, like, thanks, but no, stop that. Stop that. Yeah, (laughs) when I was at a different school and my mom was like, that's my baby. And then my classmates started making (laughs) fun of me like, that's my baby when we were in practice and stuff because no other parents were doing that besides my mom. I love, I gotta love parents. They're all, again, they're always our biggest fans and just being there support is just (laughs) amazing. (laughs) So like outside of, you know, sports, you have basketball and soccer and things like that. What do you do for fun just here in Taiwan? Like what is a fun day for you? Like what, what, what does that encompass? Well, usually I like hang out with my friends. We go to like shopping and we do TikToks. We really like TikTok, but um, (laughs) yeah, mainly hanging out with my friends and stuff like that. And sometimes I do gymnastics, like, on my own or with other people. Because in Indiana and England, I did dance and gymnastics. So I still try to do do that here. But it's harder because there's not as many places that we can find that, like, speak English and that can teach me. So I kind of mm. self-teach myself along with my friends. Okay. So, like, do you go to YouTube to kind of find out new things to do and to, like, follow the TikTok tracks? Because I know for me, again, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot older and I'm like, I'm not even on TikTok. My friends are like, yeah, you should get on TikTok. It's great. And I'm like, well, if I was in America, I feel like I would be on it more. So, like, where, how do you keep up with, like, cultural things that are going on just in America and also just around the world? 
So YouTube and TikTok is where I usually go to, sometimes Instagram, but more so YouTube and TikTok. So when it comes to learning gymnastics, I look to YouTube or on TikTok, you can look up like how to do this. So I learned how to do like things like my back handspring and things like that. And then I also visit the trampoline park and practice it before I do it on the floor so I don't injure myself. But um, Mm. I think keeping up with trends is more like on TikTok because on TikTok, you can go to this thing called the For You page and it just allows you to see what's happening right now and what's trending right now. So, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And are you like a demanding and like bossy daughter and like big sister? You're like, hey guys, I want to do this. Let's do this today. Little brother, stay home and play video games. I'm <laughs> Kinsley. We're going to go out to trampoline parks. Saw this on YouTube. Mom, mom, you busy? Mom, let's go. Like, <laughs> I, I, are you that kind of daughter and big sister? Yeah, I definitely think that's me. My brother enjoys staying home, but I enjoy going out along with my dad. My mom and my brother enjoy staying home more than going out but my dad and I are like the more adventurous type of people so if I'm mm. like dad let's go outside and go on a hike he's like sure but then my brother be like no I want to play video games all day so it's like sometimes that makes an argument but in the end we usually end up going on a hike or whatever I decide sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it's like my dad and my mom decide but I have that um a voice in that so well, that's good and I mean, I've been teaching for a while here and I always ask my junior high and high school students, I'm like, hey, what do you guys do for fun? And they're like, hey, we go singing. We go to KTV. We do karaoke, a big group of us. Is that what you do too? Have you done that yet here in Taiwan with your yeah. classmates? And do you enjoy it? Yeah. So me, my friend group and I have been to uh, a karaoke place in Taiwan. And it's pretty fun because we get to choose like a different song and we have to like my friend that can speak fluent Chinese, like can be able to read too. So she like helps us navigate through the, the controls. But we have really fun like singing our hearts out in the karaoke room and stuff like that. Oh, it's amazing. I'm not going to lie. I am not a big karaoke <laughs> fan because most of the songs are like, you know, either too new where I don't know all the words and I don't want to embarrass myself or it's too old. And it's like, <laughs> beyond Michael Jackson. It's like, you know, Prentice. I'm like, oh, I don't know all these words. I'm going to embarrass myself. But I've done it. I kind of do enjoy it as well. Um, it is kind of difficult. But, you know, I know you talk about like the fun things you do on the sports. What is it like taking tests here? Like going into the classroom, like are your teachers nice to you? Um, uh, do you feel like uh, which place, you know, between America, England and Taiwan, do you feel like you've learned the most, not just academically, but also just about yourself? I think I probably learned the most in England because I think the teachers were like not more flexible, but just like I think the classes overall were easier. The classes here aren't that hard, but it's a lot more difficult than I'd say Indiana. And um, like learning a different language like Chinese, it's not the easiest to learn. And I often get like a lot of homework. So I have to like try to balance homework and my after school and hanging out. And in England and uh, Indiana, there wasn't as much homework as there is here in Taiwan, so it was a lot easier, but I'm handling it, so we're all good. <laughs> and we did get a question in just now. So uh, one person asks, our, her name is Kelly Chen, actually. She asks, are the majority of your classmates third culture kids like you? The uh, majority of my classmates are actually not third culture kids. A lot, Some of them are from Taiwan, and some are from uh, different places like Poland and Netherlands, but not too many are third culture. Usually it's not th- up to third culture. It's like two different places they've been to. So. Okay. And a big question I definitely want to make sure I got to, and I'm glad we're at this point now. How did you get into acting? Like where, where did that start for you? 
So I got into acting, it all started when I was in England and I went to performing arts school because that introduced me to acting, dancing, all of that. And then I just like loved being on the stage and in front of people and being able to express my feelings in character of whatever role I played. And then I carried on doing things like that in Indiana and now here. And I was in a lot of plays in Indiana and in in um, England. Like in England, I was in Princess and the Pea. And in, Thailand, in Indiana, I was in uh, The Lion King, which was really fun. And I did like a bunch of other plays too. And then along with um, the short film tables, I did along with other commercials. So that is kind of how I got into acting. So wait, so in The Lion King, what was your character? Uh, what was it? I think it was... The, the Zale, I think that was her name. Oh, okay. And like, huh? yeah, I don't, I don't remember the name. It was like because it was a few years ago, but I mm-hmm. think it was Kazale. The deer, like, the deer, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, no, I, I know what you mean. I'm trying to think of the name too. It kind of escaped me. But like, what roles do you usually play? And then, like, what roles do you enjoy playing the most? Like, do you like being the villain, a hero? Um, you like doing musicals where you're singing. Like, like, what kind of acting roles do you like to take on usually? So I think I mainly enjoy uh, probably either being the villain or something like that. And I love doing musicals, but I'm more so not as big of a music musical fan as like other forms of acting. And like, what and I do enjoy you love? Sorry, I enjoy no, no, either being the lead role or like the close to lead role because I just find it fun to have a lot of lines and like be able to really express myself. Is it easy for you to memorize lines, or like is 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 that is that like a difficult part of acting for you? memorizing lines is actually the easiest like I'm not that bad at memorizing like I often rehearse a few times and I've got it because after I like go over it a few times it's I've got it like packed in my head so it's pretty easy to do that and how and how how has your family like supported you in your acting career and like all the all the roles that you've kind of taken on and how they helped you as well so my mom like helps me rehearse my lines with me and then my my mom, dad, and brother, like, watch me rehearse it. So, like, after my mom and I rehearse a few times, then I bring in my dad and my brother, and I'm like, guys, look at me. I just learned this, and then I, like, play it out for them. So, yeah. Is it safe to say that, like, because of your acting experience and, like, your love for theater and the stage, that it's been easier for you to adjust to living in three different countries, you know, being being such a young age as well? Yeah, I think being in acting and being in front of like a bunch of people, like an audience has helped me when it comes to my social life because I don't feel the fear of like, what if they don't like me? Like, are they judging me? Like, I just think it's a lot easier to socialize and make friends when I've been like in acting and had other people acting with me and bringing building a friendship from that has helped me in the real world, too. So you're 13 year old. You're 13 years old, right? Yes. Wow, like it, that. I'm not gonna like. It sounds <laughs> yeah, like the way that, like, the, like again, the experiences you've had have just been so amazing, and the way that yeah. you can talk about them and express them is just. I mean, man, it's tremendously admirable. <laughs> I mean, I didn't go to my first country until I was 21 years old, and I actually turned 21 in Egypt. And I, I, again, I could not just like. And it's just amazing just to hear your story and the things that you've been able to accomplish, and again, just how brave you are. Because I know when I went to Beijing, uh, when I was in college, I studied abroad, and off the plane, no one spoke to me in English. <laughs> and I, it took me eight hours to get to my university uh, yeah, because I, I went to. Ca- <laughs> I've been to twenty-one countries, which has like helped me when it comes to 
talking to people from different places and stuff like that. So is your passport a flex with your friends? You're like, hey, I got 21 stamps <laughs> in my passport. How many stamps <laughs> you got in your passport? <laughs> <laughs> my parents keep control of the passport stuff because if I was in control of it, I'd probably lose it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So with all of your acting, right, as a, as a wonderful actress, you received a Best Actress nomination. Can you talk a little about what you got, what your nomination was about, um, what acting role that you had, and how you felt when you found out that you were nominated for an award? So the acting award was for Tables, which was my act, my, actually my first short film I've ever done. And mm. my mom actually broke the news to me. And before that, I think I got like five other acting awards. And I was in shock, but at the same time, like, yeah. Because, like, I've never had – I didn't expect this to happen because this was my first short film. I didn't expect to get this many acting awards for it. So I'm, like, really grateful for it and at the same time, like, surprised that it happened. Wow. So, like, your mom walks in the room and she's like, hey, Kenzie, I have some good news for you. <laughs> you got nominated for this like what was your what was the first thing that you said and what what emotions was like running through your body when you found out I was like I was really excited but at the same time I was like okay because um as a kid I like don't think too much of it and I should and, like I don't realize how much importance it is but I still think it's like really surprising and impactful in my life when it comes to my acting career and I was like yay and excited and my mom was like guess what boy like she was hyping it up and stuff so I was like pretty happy about it <laughs> but yeah because I, I know you mentioned that you wanted to be a lawyer similar to your mom right so but yeah. like what if your acting career takes off would it be like you know what mom I can I'll definitely still study to be a lawyer but I'm also you know kind of famous like I am Kinsley <laughs> I, yeah, I have an award. <laughs> I think I'd be able to do both maybe because I see my mom be able to manage both and just like makes me think like I want to be just like her and like do what she's doing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. So like I know we talk a little bit about your parents being your role models, but mm -hmm. um, and you can definitely talk more about them if you want as well. But like who are your current role models that you have in your life? And most importantly, how do they inspire you in everything that you're doing right now? Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Well, I think my main role model is my mom because I don't look up to too many people, but I think like all my mom has done and achieved really impacted me. Like when I was younger and I used to go to her pageants and watch her rock the runway, I used to be like, wow, that's so cool. I want to do that when I'm older. So I've actually been in a few, like one or two pageants, but not complete pageant pageants. I was like uh, with someone, like a someone was doing a pageant and I was just like there to to like be her little sister as she goes through it. So it was like pretty fun and a good experience for me. And I definitely think that I'll probably be doing more pageants in the future. And so I look up to my mom for that. And my dad, I probably look up to him for like all the work he does and helps out with the family and like is really hardworking. And like he also enjoys taking us around the world. And I think that when I'm older, I want to continue traveling and like, yeah. 
Well, that's great. And I do have some questions where I'm going to ask you a series of just quick questions. Okay. I want you to answer them. The first thing that comes to your mind, okay. who would you rather be trapped on a desert island with your mom, your dad, or your brother? <laughs> my mom, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. In a zombie apocalypse, who would you say first? Your mom, your dad, or your brother? I can't uh -huh. answer that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you're being served food, uh, which would you choose? Would you want rice with your meal or noodles with your meal? Ooh, it depends how the noodles and rice are cooked. Because even though <laughs> I've been around a different, a lot of different places, I'm still a pretty picky eater. So it just depends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and if you had. To have one, your mom, your sister, your brother, do a rap battle to save your life. Who would you think would do the best rap? <laughs> like a freestyle. The best freestyle to save you and your family's life. Who would you choose? Um, I think my brother would do the best rap because he watches a lot of YouTube and listens to a bunch of music. So I think if, he, if someone had a freestyle, I think my brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then can you, uh, okay, so just take a step back and just reflect on everything that you've done so far, right? Mm -hmm. So being living in Indiana, living in England, and also living in Taiwan. What are one or two things that you will never forget about the experiences that you've had in one or all of these places? Probably all the traveling I did because seeing a lot of different places and a lot of different cultures and like seeing temples and different buildings that are built I think it like really impacts me and like helps me see another side because it makes me view everyone as like their own story and like different places are really beautiful. And I think it just really helps me in realizing the beauty of the world and stuff like that. Okay. And if you had to choose one place, let's do Taiwan, England and uh, America to live for 10 years, right? Not the rest of your life because, you know, things happen. But if you had to choose one place to live for the next 10 years, which place would you choose and then why? Um, that's a hard question. I think mm. I'd choose probably London because I just, like, enjoyed the place overall and, like, all the shops and the looks of the houses and stuff and the diversity, Oh, I see. So, you know, a bunch of actresses, right? So we have famous people. We all know them. If someone had to portray the life of Kinsley so far, which actress would you choose? Right. Who would you choose to portray you if they were acting as you in a movie? <laughs> hmm. That's hard because I, I have to like think of like the actresses, and, like which one I think. But maybe. Mm. Um, I'm going to be honest, Amanda, I, Amanda who? Amanda Seals. Huh. I, mean, I thought you were going to say your mom. I was like, oh, I think my mom could do a great job of being Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's definitely going to say your mom. Okay, Amanda Seals, that makes sense. And like, <laughs> so is, is she someone that, that you look up to as an actress? You think she's really good or, or she just kind of fits your personality a little bit better? Like both my personality and also because I think she's like really funny. So I just like look up to her for that. Hmm. I guess lastly, uh, which which actress, uh, you know, outside of Amanda Seals, obviously, but like which actress do you feel like, you know, that you really look up to and you kind of admire and respect the work that she's done that kind of helps you with your own acting as well? I think I'd have to say my mom in that because my mom is like a really, like 
puts a lot of work into everything she does. And whenever she does, like, acting, I, she, like, lets me see it. And I'm like, well, you did such a good job. And she, like, helps me with my whole career, like, a lot when it comes to rehearsing lines and just making sure I'm ready. So I think I have to say my mom. Wonderful. And, Kinsley, what big goals do you have for yourself and for your own future coming up? Yeah, I think just to be a lawyer and an actress and maybe, like, do a few pageants. But I, I really enjoy, like, lawyer-type things because I think I'd be good at it. And then also acting because I enjoy, like, turning into another person for a film and stuff. <laughs> and, like, have you – uh, so thank you for answering those. I know those are kind of some tough questions. I know uh, <laughs> I made you choose between your mom, your dad, and your and – your... <laughs> And your brother. And all that. Yeah. I know those are some pretty tough questions. I hope none of them are going to be mad at you later. But um, <laughs> I, uh, how do you? How did you enjoy spending the holidays in Taiwan this past year? Right. So we had Christmas and New Year's and Easter and all these things. Um, what is it like having holidays as a third culture kid here in Taiwan? It's pretty fun, and and I got to travel to places like Singapore and a bunch of other places. I can't name all of them because I've been to so many. But like the only. But that was before COVID, and ever since COVID, like, the only problem is that, because I would have been able to travel to so many different places if it wasn't for it, and it just, like, kind of ruined everything, kind of. But other than that, it's been pretty fun, because I've been able to travel around Taiwan a bit, but not as much as if there wasn't COVID. <laughs> and I know, like, a lot of your experiences traveling have been with your family, I know, I, and I'm sure you know about the different ways in which to travel. Do you see yourself in the future when you're older and your mom's like, hey, take my credit card and go wherever you want to go? Do you see yourself being like a backpacker? Like, you can stay in hospital, like smaller places, or you're like, hey, mom, I need to stay at the, I want to stay at a really nice hotel and I want to have all these crews. Like, what kind of traveler do you see yourself being in the future? <laughs> well, I really enjoy actually going on boats and cruises. Mm. But I also, like, enjoy taking road trips. Like, I find them actually really fun. Some people don't like them, but I enjoy spending the time. And when, we're on, when my family and I are on road trips, we, like, play games. Like, um, like there's a bunch of different games we play. Like, we do this thing called we're going on a, I'm going on a picnic, and I'm going to bring, like, we name three items and what they have in common. You have to be like, can I bring this? And if it's not in match with the items, you're like, no, you can't come with us. So, like, we play games like that on the road trips. So I just think that time is, like, really fun for me, and I just enjoy that. So when Kinsley in Taiwan, when you're looking for fun, right, where's the first place you think of and who's the first person that you think of when you're looking? So I just want to have fun and let my hair down. <laughs> Probably I'm looking to my friends and I think about going like to malls because I really enjoy shopping, actually. And even <laughs> if I don't get anything, I just enjoy being like, oh, that's cute. But then continue walking. But um, <laughs> Or like going to food courts or uh, what is it called? I forgot what it's called, but like it's when uh, night markets. I enjoy night, night markets, markets. Yeah. And what is like so far for you, just being out here? What is one of the craziest things that you've done? Something that you like? You know what? I never thought I would do that, or or I would have never done that had I not been in Taiwan or in England or even in Indiana. Uh, I think it would be paddle boat paddle boarding. I went to Sun Moon Lake with my dad, and we went paddle boarding. At wow. four in the morning. And it was really funny, though, because, like, it was a sunrise and we got to watch it. Something bad happened. My dad's phone fell in the Sun Moon Lake. So <laughs> that was, like, a bit of a catastrophe. And it was quite difficult after that. But it was pretty fun because, like, the experience and it was, like, fresh air and, like, all of that. It was just really fun. 
Okay. And this is the point of the podcast where is there anything else that you would like to speak about like with your acting accolades and any upcoming projects you have or also any questions that you just may have for me that you want to talk about as well? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm just like really thankful for like the support and everything. And I just want to say thank you for having me on your show and everything like that. Well, hey, I definitely want to say thank you for being a part of the show. Again, this was an amazing conversation. Again, I always wish that I could have, you know, traveled. But I always like, man, coming from where I came from and how I was brought up, it's like, man, I don't know how I would have been able to survive living in not one but two different countries and, like, having to make friends and all that. But it seems like from your experience, like, man, you've had an amazing experience and you literally already have friends from all over the world, right? And, it, like, if you had to choose, like, where could you see yourself living? Like, when, you know, when you decide to go to college, do you want to go to college in Taiwan or in England or in, uh, or in America? Like, like where, what do you want to do in your, in your upcoming future? I think I want to go to America for college and UCLA for acting because I just think that school is like a really good school. So that's where I think of myself going in the future. And yeah, I think, but also like traveling, the hardest, like another hard part is like losing friends because yeah, it's fun making friends, but it's also really hard saying goodbye to friends because sometimes there's tears and stuff like that. And it's just like really hard for me, but over time, I make new friends and still stay in contact with other friends. So it's still pretty good, but it's just hard leaving them sometimes. No, I understand that completely. I mean, uh, I think in the past, you know, oh, sound sounds so old now. Back in my day, <laughs> before, you know, before TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter, right? Uh, when I lost friends, there was literally no way to talk to them unless I was writing a postcard. Now, I know that may not seem like something, but it's like, give me your address, your home address. I'm going to write you a postcard to keep in touch. But now it's, you know, you use the cell phone, Facebook Messenger, FaceTime, things like that to kind of keep in contact. But yeah, even with that, it's still very, very hard to say, you know, goodbye to friends that you've made and you've yeah. kind of built things with. So like, are your best friends, like, where are they? Are they in America? Are they in England? Like, who is your best friend and where is that person located for you? I think my best friend would have to be in Indiana because we actually sent each other boxes uh, a few weeks ago of like a package of like candies and stuff from where we are. Or no, I think it was like a few months ago, actually, but we sent each other boxes of like goodies and we just like shipped it over to each other. Then we like opened it on FaceTime with each other. And it was just like a really fun experience. And like I stay in contact with her a lot, along with all my other friends. And they talk about how they wish I could come back. And I'm like, yeah, I wish I could go back too. But at the same time, I love being here. So. Yeah, absolutely. And again, hey, when you get older, again, take your mom's credit card. You go and travel and you guys meet <laughs> up and have a good time and stay wherever you want, because I'm pretty sure, you know, that's that's what that's what you want to do. And you just go ahead and do that. And you have my permission <laughs> to do that. Uh, don't worry about the rules. Just break them all right and have a good time. But more importantly, be safe. Absolutely. Yeah. What you can do. <laughs> So thank you so much. Again, this was an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's Sunday night here in Taiwan. You have school yeah. tomorrow, yes? Yes. <laughs> and you did, you did all your homework? Yeah, I still have a little bit of Chinese homework left. but And I have a quiz tomorrow, actually. So wish me good luck. But I have <laughs> both my language classes tomorrow. So, yeah, I don't like Mondays because I have both language classes, which is quite difficult because I have to, like, one, at one point in the, lit, in the day I'm speaking Chinese and the next point I'm speaking Spanish. So it's, like, kind of difficult to manage both but i i can do it so yeah Hey, well, best of luck with that. Again, oh my God, when I was in college and I started learning Chinese first, when I saw the class on my schedule, I was furious. Like I screamed, I yelled. I was like, <laughs> I'm from Chicago. I'm black. 
ain't trying to learn no Chinese. But then I went <laughs> to the class and I loved it. But because I, I learned Spanish in high school. I could only imagine, though, having one day where the one hour I'm speaking English, the next hour I'm speaking Chinese, and the next <laughs> yeah. hour I'm speaking Spanish. I Again, again, kudos to you. That is amazing. And oh, my goodness. Like, oh, again, good luck. Jayo, all that. <laughs> Those of you guys listening, Jayo means like good luck, but like a little bit more than good luck. I don't know how to translate that yet. But anyway, thank you so much, Kenzie, for taking part of your night when I know you need to be studying and doing homework <laughs> yeah. now, uh, but for coming out and talking to me. Again, your story is truly inspirational. And I'm going to share this yeah. with people uh, back in America and all over the world. Uh, young people who are like, man, like, I don't know if I want to leave the country or I don't even know what it's like to leave the country because a lot of us don't. Right. I didn't know until I was a lot older, but I think uh, just hearing what you've done and what you've been able to accomplish. Again, you are and like you are a nominated actress for an amazing <laughs> performance uh so again congratulations on all your accolades and i'm sure you have many many more ahead of you in the future so again thank you so much for taking the time to join me thank, thank you i appreciate you. it and you have an amazing night thank you kinsley and uh, any, any other questions from anyone You have an amazing night. And thank you, everyone else that has tuned into the show and is listening post-production for tuning in to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Make sure you check out this episode. Share it with anyone who needs to hear it, which I think is everyone, because Kinsley's story is amazing. And thank you so much to her parents and her family and her little brother, who's probably playing video games, for allowing me to have this time to speak and talk uh, with Kinsley. So, Kinsley, have an amazing night. Thank you for everyone tuning in to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. We are out of here. Have a good night, Kinsley. Thank you.